Hi, I'm Beck Rayner and this is the Military Life Podcast, a podcast that celebrates, empowers, supports, informs and embraces the spouses beside the military members by building connections, acknowledging our strength, focusing on self-care and our mental health. Let's do this together. Want to join a bank that just gets Defence Life? Defence Bank is one of Australia's largest customer-owned banks. They have 33 on-base branches across Australia, an award-winning banking app that allows you to do all your banking wherever and whenever you want. And with products and services tailored for ADF members and Defence spouses, you'll wonder why you didn't join sooner. Visit defencebank.com.au today and see how easy your banking can be. Welcome to the Military Life Podcast, Lara. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And if you can tell us a little bit about how you met your partner, how long you've been together and your relationship and your situation. Both me and my partner are 17 years old. We've been together for two years next month, which is quite a long time. We met at school. We started school together and we weren't very close at all. We were quite opposite I'm more of a straight A student and he's more of the sporty type and got in the wrong crowd, I guess you could say. Um, It probably wasn't until about year 10 and we were put into quite a small tight knit class and we just started like hanging out more and more, which was really nice. And yeah, things just kind of blossomed from there. We just started like talking and going on dates. And then we started dating on the 24th of September, 2020. So yeah, we're just dating at the moment, just boyfriend and girlfriend. Six months before he joined, he was living with me and my parents. You've mentioned that you're both 17, which in terms of past podcast guests and other defense partners that I've had on the podcast, that's relatively young. But when you say that you've been together two years, that's a significant period of time and you've got plans together. So when did defense come into the picture for your partner? When did he decide that he wanted to go ahead and join and how did that all happen? My partner was about 14 when he decided that he wanted to join and he grew up in quite a poor and unreliable family and he definitely wanted something with structure and something with discipline. So he thought the Defence Force would be good for him. He's also like loves boxing, camping, fishing, that kind of stuff. A lot of people knew that I wanted to join the Defence Force at the time and that my brother was in. Uh, Because he went to the same school as me, so a lot of people knew him. And yeah, my current partner, he wasn't at the time, approached me and said, I'd like your advice on joining. And we just looked through the Defence Jobs websites together and yeah. He told you that was his plan to go into the Defence Force, knowing that he'd had that unstructured childhood and that he was craving that stable path and going forward in a way that was going to set him up in the initial stages of his career and of his life and take him away from that instability and give him what he'd been craving that he hadn't been able to get so far. Yeah, at the time we weren't together, so I didn't really know a lot about his home life and what he'd been really going through. It wasn't until until we got into a relationship and I had realized like the kind of things that he was experiencing. But I think I've always thought that the Defense Force is a great career choice. It offers a lot of people a lot of direction. I know for me, that was definitely the Defense Force kind of gave me a purpose and direction after school. And I, I don't know, it just kind of, I felt like it definitely suited him. 
And you have mentioned that you don't have very much longer left at school and that your intention is to, in some way, join the Defence Force. What are you thinking your path is going to be? About two months away from finishing school and then I'm already around halfway through the recruitment process in the Army Reserves and I'm looking at doing a warehouse job, just starting off with something kind of base level. Before that, I when I was 10, I something inside of me just said, maybe I should try out the army. And since then, I've always wanted to join as a full-time soldier doing aviation, but life happens and that's not really my plan anymore. But I definitely think that I still need a defense element in my life. So I'm thinking of doing the army reserves and then also going to university at a city that he will be in and studying law can do as much research and you can ask your brother who's connected to defense all the questions but how are you envisioning that's going to work for the both of you when you're both connected to defense and you're wanting to also do law and that sort of thing and how will that mesh together you won't know until you live it but what are you thinking yeah it's hard to know like you said before you live it but I'm lucky that I am doing army reserves and my job is at 95 percent of the bases Australia-wide So that means that my job can just be transferred to wherever he's living. As we are both under 18, our relationship is not recognized by defense because you have to be over 18 to get a de facto and relationship certificate. So we will get that in October when we're both turning 18 and then defense will hopefully, if he does need to move, just move me with him. Have you looked at what the requirements are for being recognised in a relationship? I know that you mentioned that your partner had lived with you before he went off to training. Is that going to be counted when you put through your paperwork for being recognised as a couple and then being able to move in together? Because I know that there's some rules that you need to meet and to prove that you're in a relationship despite the fact you've been together for a couple of years. How do you think that's going to work or what is your understanding of how that works? Yeah, he was living with me, but we were living in my parents' house. There's no like lease or anything that has either of our names tied to it. So we don't have proof through that or any water bills or electricity bills or a joint bank account. So we are trying to look. I believe there is other ways because we have been in a relationship for two years that somebody who has known us throughout those two years can provide a personal statement saying, yes, they actually have. But it's definitely something that we both need to look into more. We've kind of just been like, look, we have to wait till we're 18 anyways. Let's just wait. And as my partner is currently still in training, they do talk to the recruits a lot about a lifestyle in defense and having a relationship in the defense force. And I know that he'd gone and seen a sergeant and talked about how to go de facto. And they said that they could help us through that once we both are 18. Has your partner faced any sort of, or do you think you have faced any sort of queries in regards to, oh, but you're so young? And do you feel like there's going to be any barriers to people seeing you guys as a legitimate couple because you are so young or treating you differently in any sort of way? Yeah, it is hard because we're still technically minors, like children, because we're not 18. But I think the main concern naturally comes from my parents, just being parents. And a lot of people, when I say, oh, I'm going to go move with my partner wherever he is next year, a lot of people go, oh, she's just dropping everything and just 
moving and following him anywhere he goes, which is the complete opposite because I currently live in quite a small town with about a population of 2,000 people. So moving to any of the places he could be posted gives me a lot of opportunities that I wouldn't have gotten if I hadn't have moved out of here. I think defense will recognize us once we're over 18, but I kind of just think I don't really look at our age as something that really affects us. Like we've been in a relationship for two years now. And if he had gone ahead and gone to training and he was 18 in one day and you were 18 in one day, people wouldn't even have to be questioning that because it's nothing to do with them because it's, you know, you meet the requirements. Yeah, like a lot of people say to me, oh, like, are you sure you've met the one? Like you live in such a small town, like you haven't moved out of home yet. You haven't experienced a lot of life. You haven't met a lot of people. Like, how do you know he's the one? Like, how can you be so sure? Like, what are the odds of that? But I kind of just think a lot of people have a lot of opinions on everyone else's life, but kind of am the only one to like live it. And I'm hoping we don't face any discrimination from defense. Surely not because we'll be 18 by then. So like we fit the legal requirements. So yeah. The great thing is, though, that if you were to move to his first posting location and, yep, like you mentioned, it's going to work out actually really great for you because it's going to provide opportunities for you that you wouldn't get from where you're living now. But the great thing is that you can change your mind. If things don't work out, then you can move back to home or you can move to another location or you can do whatever you want. It's not like you can't change your mind. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely something that we've talked about for since he wanted to start joining At first, he was like, maybe just wait until I get settled in my posting and then we'll see how we're going. He wants me to follow my dreams and be sure that that's what I want to do. But after training, he and I just like, we don't really want to spend any more time apart. We've currently been doing long distance for six months, which to a lot of you, that doesn't seem a lot, but going from living with someone and seeing them every day for two years, it is a rude awakening. Yeah. I don't think separation is any easier I think it's the same for everyone. It doesn't matter what age you are or how long you've been together. Separation is always a huge shock when you're used to seeing that person day in, day out kind of thing. How has your partner been going while he's been away at training and what's the communication been like between you? Whereabouts is he? What training is he doing? Like what's the situation? My partner marched out of Kapuka, the army basic training. It's 80 days down in Wagga Wagga. He marched out around early May. So he was there for three months and that was very limited contact. I went three weeks without hearing from him at times. We actually were affected by the floods in my town. So that was really hard. He didn't know any of that. We get about like half an hour on a Sunday if they'd been good to speak to each other. And that was it for the week, which again is pretty hard. And he loved Kapuka. He did great. Absolutely loved becoming a soldier. And now he is at Singleton doing his initial employment training for infantry. And he has been on course for four weeks. Before that, he sat in a holding platoon for a couple of months. And he's still liking it, I think. But he has recently injured his hip and had to get an MRI and start physio, which, as a lot of you probably know, injuries in the Defence Force are common, but can be really frustrating because Defence has a duty of care. So he's struggling a bit at the moment with that and staying positive. I know 
a lot of the boys there who he's friends with are struggling as well with injuries and just like staying positive and knowing that there is an end to training and they can be posted and have more of that nine to five lifestyle. And they're missing a lot of like civilian things, like just being able to go out and go fishing when you want, not when somebody says do that now, but that's all part of defense life. And they're still in that period where they're adapting, going from civilians for 20 odd years into now being almost like controlled by other people. So it's a, it's a big shock for a lot of them, but I think he's still doing well. And we do get to speak every day. He knocks off around Oh, six o'clock each night. We don't get to speak in the mornings because he has to be on first parade at 5 a.m. and I'm not awake at that time. <laughs> so we get to speak every night, which has been a lot better than the communication at Kapuka. Having your brother who's also in the Defence Force there to be able to ask questions, there's nothing like having someone who may have been through something similar or has dealt with the systems and the procedures and what general army life is like or defence life is like. How beneficial have you found it just having that connection to defence already? It's been so great having my brother already in. My brother is currently in his sixth year of serving. He joined when he was 17 and I was 12. So again, quite a big shock. He's in his sixth year and he's doing armored cavalry and he is posted to Townsville. Right now he has a broken knee, a broken back and a broken shoulder, all from the defense force. (laughs) So he's struggling a a bit at the moment, but it's good to have that inside of someone who's on the inside. Like there is information online about the defense force. There's lots if you go on defense force recruiting and defense force jobs websites, but there's not a lot around what it's actually like or what it's like to have a partner or a cousin or a brother or a sister or a son join unless you go out and you find communities like Military Life or Facebook groups like Kapuka Family and Friends page. All of those sources are unofficial sources, but it's the power of lived experience. You found Military Life, you'd listen to the podcast, you're, like you mentioned, you've found Facebook groups and things like that. When you were looking for information or researching or just trying to find that information just to get the general picture or just to feel connected to the community, did you have any worries about being included in those communities because... Like I've mentioned, you are younger and what was your feeling going into those communities and into spaces where spouses were? Nine out of 10 defence spouses wish they found out about Defence Bank sooner. Okay, I might have just made that up and they do sponsor my podcast, but I've checked them out and I think they're worth a look just for their banking app alone. It's award-winning and currently has a rating of 4.8 out of 5 in both the app and Google Play Store. It does everything a big bank app does with cool features like fast same-day payments, card alerts and controls, pin change functionality, savings roundup, spend tracker, the list goes on. Oh, and if you really want to go to a Defence Bank branch, you can. There are 33 on-base branches across Australia. And with many of their branch staff a Defence Spouse or Partner, you'll be talking to someone who just gets it. Banking as a Defence Spouse doesn't have to be hard. For more info, visit defencebank.com.au.
Yeah, I really started looking for communities and resources about, I think he was four weeks into training and kind of the novelty had worn off that, yeah, this is exciting, it's becoming a soldier and it was then hitting like, this is my life. Like I'm going to feel like I'm single and alone while he's gone for months at a time and move all around Australia. Like this is life now. So I I did some research and yeah, I was shocked when I found Military Life. I thought it was an American website at first and then I was like, oh my goodness, it's Australian. I was a little bit hesitant. The Facebook groups have been really great. They are full of a lot of females and males like me. I've connected with many of them. There's a girl who I have been texting daily before my partner joined. Her partner is about four weeks ahead of my partner. And she's around 20. So again, a bit older than me and my partner. But there was a lot of people out there just like completely shocked and like knew nothing about the army and just wanted to know all like basic information about when they can speak with their loved ones, what their loved ones are doing, information on their march out parades. And those groups are really great for information sharing and connecting with a lot of people. A ton of people from all ages. There's ex-service men and women on there. There's grandparents, there's parents, there's young partners. There's even some young siblings. Like I joined the group when I was about 13 because my brother had left for Kapuka and I also wanted to know what was happening in his life. I wasn't really involved in the group, but just watching on, looking at posts about what other people had been going through. And I I think that was really good to make me feel connected. I am a little bit hesitant, like to be face to face involved. Like when I do posts on the Kapuka family and friends group page. Nobody really knows that I'm 17. Whereas if I get really involved and do like Zoom meeting catch-ups or like meet up with people, I do feel there might be a little bit like, oh, that's just your high school boyfriend. Like I've been doing this for like, what, 20 years. My partner's been in the Navy, Army or Air Force, but that could just be my head. I'm sure a lot of people wouldn't discriminate against my partner and I because of our age. You and your partner do plan on, once he gets his posting, moving to be together and living together and having a life together. And so if you are going to be part of his life, defence is also going to be part of your life because it impacts you alongside the defence member. So reaching out and getting as much support and researching as much as you can and connecting in with the community is only going to be a good thing for you that doesn't, that's not dependent on age. You need that support and connection and information just as much as anyone else. I didn't even realize there was such a big community out there. Like, obviously I knew a lot of people had partners in the defense force, but I didn't know there was such a community out here. And it's been so great to find times when you feel so alone and you can't just pick up the phone and call them, or you can't just go and see them because they're 13 hours away and you have a life back here and commitments. And just having somebody else, your family and friends can support you to a certain level, but they don't know what you're going through. They don't know what it's like to have a partner, somebody that you do life with, just go, just disappear. So it is great to have somebody who's going through a similar thing to me to be able to relate to and to connect with. 
you're still in the location with your friends and family, your partner's moved away to do his training. So he doesn't have that base, but he has his other defense force buddies and the people that he works with and that sort of community through Kapuka and through his defense life. Like you mentioned, your family and friends can support you to a certain extent, but there's nothing like the connection with other people who are going through similar are already spouses or have done this posting or know what it's like not to know where you're going to be living in six months all of those kind of things that people that are in the civilian world, that's not a thing that they just don't think about those things, have no concept of what impact that has on even your mental health and some of the anxiety you feel about not knowing things and not being able to plan. I have been lucky that my mom went through a similar thing. Obviously, it wasn't her partner leaving, but it was her son. My mom had my brother at 16. So she was quite a young mum, and he left at 17. So she felt like she didn't have a lot of time like parents these days who have kids live at home till like mid twenties. So I was lucky to have her experience shape mine and understand what I'm going through as well. My partner doesn't have a lot of family Mm. and like I said, has been living with me. So my parents are his parents. Yeah. He calls my mom and my dad, mom and dad. We haven't officially adopted him or anything because (laughs) we'd be able to get married or anything like that. (laughs) So she's also grieving him every time he goes away. She cries as much as I do and calls him all the time. So every time I talk about joining, she because she doesn't want to give another one up to the defense force. You're all leaving me. I know. (laughs) But I mean, she's probably like, oh, I'm so proud of you all, but you're all leaving me. (laughs) Yeah. So your partner is completing his training. When will he get word? of what his first posting will be and do you have rough ideas about what locations he might go to did you guys have a location that you're hoping for what is the plan with that he has four options after he finishes his training so brisbane townsville darwin or adelaide And he put in his preference actually yesterday. He's about five weeks into course. So that's when they put in their preferences. So there's two infantry battalions in Brisbane and he put one of them first and the other second. And then our third option is Townsville. We are hoping for Brisbane because it's only two hours away from where we live as opposed to Townsville, Adelaide or Darwin, which is like 15 hours traveling. All our family, our friends, the life that we've known, we've only ever lived here. So our network's here. So it would be nice to be only two hours away from there. And I believe Brisbane's a bit more ideal than somewhere hot like Darwin. We honestly don't mind. We just want to start a life together, move out of our small town. In saying that you guys have lived together in a house with family, what do you think it's going to be like with such a huge change where, number one, When you're back together, he's suddenly in the army. So that's a huge change. He's gone from being at school with you or living at home with you to now being a Defence Force member. You're both going to be moved away from home and then living together and without family and friends. So what do you think it's going to be like to live together solo for the first time and be figuring that all out? Yeah, it's definitely going to be a big change. We're still trying to figure out all the logistics. Obviously, I don't know where he's going to be posted. We're looking at about October. He might find out around his March out date. When will you move? Like you mentioned, your partner had said maybe just wait a couple of months after he's been posted until everything's settled. And do you even have furniture? Like how is it all going to work? 
At the moment, we do not have any furniture, nothing. We are kind of just waiting to see what the situation is going to be. I have heard slight rumors from the base. It's hard to get information out of recruits because they don't know a lot. A lot of their staff know things and it's kind of like Chinese whispers. But I do believe he will have to live on base for a minimum of a year before moving off. So I'm looking at moving in the new year, having Christmas where I live and then heading off to where he is. Having an apartment either off base or if there is a way of living in some sort of married quarter type thing on base, we will do that. And then, yeah, I'm going to head off for my training, which will only be 35 days. And then I do initial employment training. So, yeah, I think it'll be a big change for us, but I think we're definitely ready for it. Obviously, after having, it'll be a year by then of doing long distance, we're definitely craving spending time together. Yeah. What's the thing that you're most excited about to live together or to be back even in the same location? Yeah, I think it's the little things that you start to miss the most. He left school a couple months before he joined and he was just doing work with my father, who's a carpenter. And it's just like the little things of when my dad's truck comes home, normally he would be in the truck as well after a day's work. And I think you just start to miss those little things like coming home to them. Once he had head off to training and it had been that month and you had mentioned that you, then you were like, okay, this is my life now. The dust has settled and I kind of need to figure out how I'm going to do this. Are there other people that I could get information from, advice from, and you sort of connected in with whatever you could. What information do you wish would have been provided to you or would have been great if you had been able to find it when he initially went off to training or what do you think is the information that should be provided as a standard for any new defense partner? Yeah, it's hard to say because everybody's different, but I definitely think that something from defense would have been nice. Something saying, look, this is what we're looking at. You'll probably hear from them this much, just so we don't have to figure out as we go our communication with them, what they're doing, details. I think that would have been really nice. And even like a network with just partners through defense, like a private community like you guys, which it's amazing what you're doing, Beck. I'm I'm really grateful. I remember like a couple months in, I just listened to one of your podcasts and I remember just crying <laughs> because I was just like, I'm not alone here. Like people are going through this. This is going to be a huge experience and it's going to be something that definitely shapes both of us as individuals and our relationship. I just think there needs to be a little bit more out there. Yeah, Facebook groups are great and your community is great, but I definitely think Defence could step up and provide brief outline. I know it's not going to be exact because things happen, but a brief outline of what to expect and here's support. Like I never knew about open arms or any of that stuff until I think it was until I looked on your website and I looked through like the tab where it had resources. And that's something that should be supplied to me as a partner of someone who's in the defense force. That access to information is only going to make your experience better because you feel like you're empowered with the information that you need or connected with the resources that are only going to enhance your experience or provide you with the support and services that you need if you are needing mental health support or are needing to call on DMFS for any of their support services and the like. 
like you mentioned, this is a huge experience for you, for your partner who's away finishing off his training. And then once he's finished his training and he goes into his first posting and his first role, he will be in the Australian Defence Force and you will be the partner of someone who's in the Australian Defence Force. And this huge experience is going to change both of you in different ways. And then when you come back together, you'll also be finding your feet as a couple living together and as a couple who has someone in the defense force and then you'll go off and do your training. So all of those huge events, you're going to go through them together, but come back together as a couple and experience those. Have you had any thoughts about or worries about whether it might change your relationship in different ways or in ways that you aren't expecting? We're going from not seeing each other for a whole year to now living in each other's pockets again. It'll take some time to adjust to that, but yeah, it's something we've wanted to do since we started dating and move in together. Every couple wants that. Are you pretty much expecting that you might come back together and be a little bit different and you might communicate differently or you might have different expectations, but are you both on the same page with giving you both well, yourselves a little bit of grace to figure what your relationship's going to look like when you do come back together instead of having those expectations of, okay, now it can go back to normal. It's like, well, you, we've been, just been through this huge thing. So it technically probably won't go back to what it was, but it might be even better. My fear the first time I saw him after he had marched out of his initial training, so Kapuka, was that he had changed. I was really worried that he had There's kind of this misconception that the army just takes them and just turns them into their little soldiers. And I was really worried that he was going to lack that emotion and compassion that he always had and kind of just be fueled by this toxic masculinity. But it definitely wasn't. We just, when we are back together, we can go months without seeing each other and we just click. We just go back to how it was, which is, I love, I love that so much. It's so great being in a relationship like that. Uh, Yeah, it's definitely going to be a a big change and our relationship probably will change due to this. But yeah, hopefully it's for the better. I'm sure it will be. I think it's great that, like you said, when you came back together that first time, your worries were put to rest when you were back together and it's like, okay, it's still him. It's just that he's got this job now. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Lara, and telling us about your spouse journey so far and all your future plans with your new defense member and what defense life might have in store for you guys and the journey that you guys are are embarking on at the moment and all the twists and turns that you guys are, are yet to experience together. Thank you so much for having me back and thank you for running this community. It's been an amazing resource, not just for me, but I'm sure for many other people. So thank you. I so hope you were able to relate or take something away from today's episode. There are definite ups and downs to military life, but let's get the conversation happening so we can see that we are all in this together. We are all just doing our best. So until next week, you got this. Let's do this together one day at a time. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this episode has touched you, helped you, or given you that extra confidence to keep going, to continue to hold down the home front, to continue to do all the things, I would so appreciate it if you could pop into Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review, a comment about what you would like to hear more of, or just some encouraging words. If you want to suggest a guest, I am always looking for new people to talk to. You can do that by jumping over to the website www.militarylife.com.au and clicking on our podcast page. I would love to hear from you. 